Hello and welcome to the August edition of the Sheffield Hopcast. Um, I'm James, and hi guys. It feels like it's been a while since I've seen you all, because I wasn't here for the last one. I think it was the... Uh, crow the in. Crow, yep. yeah, which has been open for a couple of months now since I... Um, Why did you stand us up last time, James? I was in Scandinavia. <laughs> Left Yorkshire. On holiday. Good enough excuse. It's right. a reasonable excuse. It's not Yorkshire, it's but Scandinavia is, is a nice place. So we are at the Kellam Island Tavern, which has, I think it's fair to say, undergone a massive transformation in the last 12 months. We'll talk a bit more about the pub a little bit later on. Um, so tonight's edition, we are entitling Yorkshire versus the world. Uh, for the reason being that... Uh, 1st of August, Yorkshire Day. Uh, so we are recording this the night before, but um, you know, in, in honour of Yorkshire Day, what we've done is we've picked three styles of beer and we're going to uh, have a Yorkshire beer versus a beer from somewhere else in the world. So our three styles are Golden, IPA and Dark Beers. So in each category, there's two beers. One's a Yorkshire beer, one is not a Yorkshire beer. And what, what, and yeah, we, have, we have one Yorkshire beer and one losing beer, uh, is how I would, uh, uh, I would yeah, expect right. it. I mean, there's no bias involved here. No, First of, of all, not. what we need to establish is just how Yorkshire we are at this table. So there's the four of us here. Um, let's start with uh, Sean. So the questions are, whereabouts in Yorkshire are you from? And how many whippets do you own? E-Bargum James. Good evening to you. <laughs> uh, I'm from Barnsley. And I currently own no whippets, but throughout my life, I've had 14 whippets. Is that true? It is true. Is that actually true? Of course it's bloody true. I, I, does anyone believe him? I don't believe him. No. Nope. Uh, we got our, evidence. Our Bob, Bob 2, they were Butch, our Trev, Trev 2, <laughs> I can name them all. So 14 whippets. Did one of them have a red nose? And we, we fed, no, that's, that's reindeer you're getting confused with, Scandinavia again, <laughs> And uh, we fed them on a daily diet of Yorkshire puddings and uh, Best Bitter wards back in the day, but obviously not anymore. Okay. Uh, all right, Laura. Yeah. How Yorkshire are you? So whereabouts in Yorkshire are you from? And what would you say if you were to ask someone to close a door? I brought this up at work the other day. So would you two know this? Yeah. I, no. I feel no. tested here. <laughs> I can tell you exactly. So where I am Sheffield, born and bred. Cool. Born at Jessup's. Good start. Good start. Yeah. Barnsley Beckett's. And I think I would say, was that born in a barn? Why did you okay. do a Lancashire accent? Does that count? That's a bit like that's that yeah that that's Is like that a slight right offshoot answer? of shut that that's like a non-literal shut the door. That's like. Yeah, it's, it is a version. I think I can think of three different versions of shut the door. What would you have considered you're the correct Miss Yorkshire I think, answer I think to that? Put wood in oil. But, oil, but yeah. otherwise I would just say shut door. I mean, shut door kind of works. That's, that's probably <laughs> like a seven or eight out of ten, but ten shut out of ten in the Yorkshire test will be put wood in oil. Which I, means I um, put the wood in the hole. I, I, just would, put the door, I would be more Larry Grayson, shut that door. I would, I would lose all Yorkshireness if the door was open. Would you mind closing the door? I'll go please? more with Larry Grace. I, I, I thought it was three. I, feel, I feel like the more, the better test of Yorkshire for me would be how many Yorkshire puddings have you eaten in a single sitting? I don't think Yorkshire puddings Ooh. are all that good. The clue is in the uh, name, James. What, what's the record? My record, nine. 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 Small, like, small ones. Food, or just on the road? Uh, mainly on their own. There was a gravy and mint sauce on them. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. All right. So, Adam. Yeah. Um, whereabouts in Yorkshire are you from? And um, how many pigeons have you fancied? <laughs> uh, born in Barnsley, General Hospital, um, 37 years ago. Lived in Rotherham for about 25 years. Lived in Sheffield for about 15 years. So, have you ever lived outside up to, the boundary of Yorkshire? Uh, when I was at uni, I lived in Lincoln. For how long? Uh, three years. Three years. On and off. Uh, right now, I never have. <laughs> I, I have, but only for five months. I lived in Mablethorpe. Mablethorpe. Oh, I guess. So my granddad lives. You seem posher for some reason than a. Yeah. 
Well, I'm typically Yorkshire fella. Uh-huh. We'll come to my story. Pigeons? Uh, no pigeons, pigeons. I've never fancied a pigeon ever. Never fancied a pigeon. They're, they're a bit skanky, I think. That's not, that's There's not some really nice seagulls, which we saw in Scarborough. Yeah, the, the lovely Sunday, Sunday lunch in Norwich once that was pigeons. Mm. And I've never had a whippet. Mm. Or a flat cat. See, my, so my question to myself, obviously, is how Yorkshire I'm aware I was born. And uh, then the fourth question I was going to ask is, how many flat caps do you have? So um, I was also born in Barnsley, which is three quarters of us now. You're the only born non-Barnsley bread. person. Yeah, we, we were born in Sheffield when I was 25. So lived here for about 12 years. years. <laughs> 13 years. Um, but yeah, did live in Lincolnshire for five months. It was awful, terrible here today. I lived about five minutes away from a nudist beach. But I was too young to fully appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, a German nudist beach. Uh, and um, I, I do own a flat cap, though. One flat cap. Surprise, surprise, James owns an hat. So I think if your story really about wears it this is true, which afterwards we're going to need some kind of proof of this in writing pictures. or photographing, then you probably win the Yorkshire test. <laughs> I reckon. The Yorkshire puddings is good. Uh, Adam not fancying any pigeons. Probably probably bottom of the list. Three years outside of the county. Well, well. Both Lincolnshire, though. likely winner here with 14. Oh, is it 14 Yorkshire puddings Nine. or 14 whippets? You said 14 whippets, Sean. <laughs> I think we have some, some degree of evidence now that Sean might be making this stuff up. I think you'd really suit a flat cap, Sean. Uh, I, I don't. No, I, I don't own one. I've tried I think them on in the past. Good, I, don't, I don't suit any type of hat at all. And I'm going to watch um, England versus Australia at Headingley in the third test. And if it's a sunny day, I'm already slightly worried about what I'm going to put on my head. I'm a bit of a cricket convert in last uh, in last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a Yorkshire one day, thing. boys. Yeah. yeah. Give me some 2020 yeah, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I can lend you my flat cap if you want. Uh, I'm considering an Anki. I've never tried an Anki with knots on. That's proper oh, Yorkshire. Yeah. In, a, in one of them um, deck chairs. Yeah, I'm considering a, a white Anki. And a string, what they're called, like a string vest now. Uh, probably not string vest, um, but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see how the night goes on. I'll just burn. Let's uh, let's do the, the 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 quick clarification that we're again using the new kit, which uh, you guys obviously used it last month. I didn't. We so did. This yeah. is a whole new experience for me. We've tried to teach Sean um, a little better how to use a microphone. Um, so apologies for the bits where he kind of faded in and out last time. Apologies for the noise now as he just fannies around it's with his microphone. Anything up has been quite no good actually. Oh, I, I don't like leaning forward. It's making me, me nest a little bit. He's got he's had his Westlife moment now so, where he's taking his microphone out of his yeah. mic stand. He's going to sit on his stool to uh, to sing the key change bit of his. Uh, so every time song. every time it dips, we're going to point at you, and it means pull your blue microphone. Dip. It will. I'm a professional. Every, okay. Now you've pointed it out to me. I'm a professional. Well, the listeners can um, can tweet in and say how consistent was okay. Sean's. Um, so the, the question is, because I reckon this is probably the, the, the first time in a long, long time that we've actually recorded this in a fairly noisy pub environment. Yep. Guessing at the Rising Sun it wasn't that noisy where you No, were. there were nobody in our room at all. So obviously we're in the, the would say the back room at the... Um, back room at the Kellam Island Tavern. Island Tavern. Yep. So there's a few tables round us, really close to us, where there's people chatting away. So if you can hear noise in the background, then it, it's people just trying to enjoy a drink before we do, we walk yeah. we do have quite a noisy It could person. also be uh, pounding rain as well, of course. We've, yeah. we've had some thunderstorms tonight so oh, it's been fun hasn't it the weather so that's the reason we're not sat outside away from the uh, loud boy in the corner uh, talking about uh, Russia <laughs> right let's whiz through then and do uh, beer of the month um, I've, I've genuinely got two uh, and I'm going to do them both because neither of them are necessarily because the beer was amazing, they were both good beers, purely because of the circumstances in which I drank them in Scandinavia. So uh, they're both beers that I had in Stockholm. One is a beer called Yesterday, so like yesterday but with a J, which is by Stable 12 Brewing Company. Probably never heard of them. Uh, and the second one is uh, it's called Mrs. Mango. Sean, do you want to have a go at pronouncing that brewery there? Second line down. Uh, I've not got my glasses on, so I can't even see the word, but I'll have a go at pronouncing it. Go on then. Shaftenfaller. Uh, no, he's miles off. Miles off. Anyone any good at 
it's, it's Swedish. Not really. No, no not no. really, no. Uh, right, I'll spell it. Uh, F-J-A-D-E-R-H-O-L-M-A-R-N-A-S. I think you'll find that's exactly what I said. Anyway, it was a good beer. So there were both beers that I drank on Little Islands just off kind of the main island of Stockholm. Um, in the sunshine, beautiful surroundings, and uh, just kind of summed up just some really nice sort of beer experience while I was away. So they're, they're my beers of the month. Good stuff. Adam? Um, I quite struggled this month, to be fair. I've not had anything that's really, really, really stood out. And the, the, the beer that I've drunk the most of, if it's on quantity, is Camden Hell's Lager. I've drunk a hell of a lot of that. Hells of a lot I of that. I drank some of that yesterday and I, I was pleasantly surprised well, the strawberry by one, how... No, no, but what? The reason I've drunk a lot is because we went to Tramlines two weeks ago and that that, that was kind of the, the sort of standard beer was the Camden Hells and Camden Pale. And I got a pint of Camden Hells and I was like, ooh, this is a lot nicer than I remember. Yeah. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, and I stuck on it all week and I've had probably... I think since last week, I think I've had four big six sixty mil bottles of that from some supermarket and a couple of regular cans. But because people are probably disgusted that that's owned by Airbnb or whatever, um, my other one is North Riding Black IPA on cask, four point three percent. I've had it in two places. I, don't, I imagine it's the same variety because um, it was within a week. Um, it's really good. It's got that really good black IPA taste, where it's not go- it's not too fussy in any in any kind of direction. So yeah, really enjoyed that. Four point three percent, something like that. Really good. I saw an interesting discussion on like a beer Facebook forum the other day about black IPA because it's one of those styles that's kind of it's never gone away, but not many people do it anymore. It's no. a weird sort of style, isn't it? Because I don't think many people particularly understand it either. Like, no, it's, it's, I'd, I'd struggle to kind of describe what makes a black yeah. IPA a black IPA. Well, I think that strength fact, a lot of people. I think historically at that strength, some people have called them Cascadian darks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which um, probably they've had a few good. I think Blue B are quite good at doing them. Um, um, I'm saying uh, Josh, who runs this pub, um, does Blue B, and um, I think another brewery is quite good at them. Um, so can't think of it off the top of my head, but um, actually maybe 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 Saltair, I think maybe did, Salt, did a good yeah, one and went back in there. Carla Black, Salt yeah. Brewing have done one recently as well. Yeah, bit of a comeback. That's still showed off for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's all mark on his card. That's it, he's dipped. His mic technique. Um, all right then. Um, Sean, beer of the month. Uh, beer of the year. Um, Ooh, beer a, of the a year. Double IPA. Um, it's from North Brewing. I'm not having that many double IPAs just recently, to be honest. But I took one home. I took it away over the weekend. Just gone. Touch sensitive. Double IPA. Citra Equinot. And it was absolute perfection. And a lot of sort of negatives with some IPAs in the last few months have been very full-on hot burn and yeah. not that pleasant, very oniony and a bit savoury. That was just uh, perfection. And uh, peachy, sherbetty, just perfection. thought it was beautiful. Good stuff. Um, I was particularly impressed with how you at the weekend said um, you've got loads of them left. And then today I was like, all right, I'll take one of those. And you sold out yesterday. Yeah, so. yeah. If anyone in Sheffield does have any left, please drop me a message on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, there'll be like a few about around. Uh, right, Laura, beer of the month. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick a beer I drank last week on Thursday, a.k.a. the hottest day ever. And I walked into town after work, covered in sun cream, boiling hot, bright red, popped in to say hello to Sean, picked up a couple of sour beers for one of my friends for his birthday, uh, and then headed up to uh, the Devonshire Cat, where they were having a Cholton Brewery Tap takeover. Um, and I walked into the Devonshire Cat out of the, was it 33 degrees in Sheffield last Thursday? Oh, and the rest. 35. So I walked into the Dev Cat out of the very hot, but I do not do well in heat. And uh, it was air conditioned. 
so you walked in and it was like walking into a soothing cool little oasis and then they had a bar full of sour beer so I had a Chalton's uh, orange sherbet sour I think it was four and a half percent it was fruity without being it didn't have any of that kind of fake fruit flavour that I think a lot of particularly orange beers can have it was really really like zesty citrusy really nice orange flavour sweet for the sherbet but not too much and just a little bit tangy on the palate and just like when I was that hot and that fed up of being outside to just sit and I pretty much necked it to be honest because it was just so cold and fizzy and just absolutely perfect for the day I did yeah they had, I think they had that on last week at Barstool as well, because I've, I've definitely yeah. seen it on a photograph that someone's taken of like a beer board or something somewhere, thinking, oh, that's like the perfect beer for yeah. the that we had. It was really good, week. and it made me feel a lot better. Nice. So good that's choice. mine. Good stuff. So, Yorkshire versus the world. Um, Sean, what, what order are we doing this in? We're going... We're going uh, Golden Ale. You came up with the, uh, uh, an, uh, an idea of, of styles. So we've gone with uh, Golden Ale to kick off. We're then going to IPA, and then we're going to finish off on a couple of dark beers. So, so in front of us at the moment, we have two Golden Ales, both in 500ml bottles. That tends to be the... the our, uh, um, the, the carrying style in terms of they don't go into cans really golden ales so two traditional 500ml bottles one is from um, Welbeck Abbey a workshop Nottinghamshire the other one is from Chantry Brewery who are based at Rotherham anyone that's familiar locally with Parkgate Shopping Centre their brewery is just a, a minute, two minutes walk away from Parkgate and uh, they do really well around Rotherham actually they've got uh, uh, what two three pubs I think Adam yeah, uh, New York yeah. Tavern particularly I've not been in any of them but I um, yeah, I used to work at Parkgate yeah. I think they, they just opened the another York one tavern. Uh, say again they own the New York Tavern I believe tavern. so yeah hmm. um, and I think they've just opened a new pub in Handsworth perhaps as well so doing really well um, they have New York Pale of course in Rotherham, New York Pale is the equivalent of Moonshine and Bradfield I think it's Blonde a cracking beer. Available across the town, really popular, linked in with the football club as well, across yeah. the New York Stadium. So what we've got first of all is Chantry Gold, a 4.1% golden ale, and bang proudly on the front, brewed in Yorkshire. I just want to. I, I noticed, say brooding. I noticed how you so said. Um, I've not tried either of these yet, but the Yorkshire one obviously is my favourite. Beer label is designed probably on Microsoft Paint. To be honest, yeah. it's weird. It's I don't, that doesn't feel like their other branding. It? No, um, it looks so like a beer from the nineties. Yeah. round. So um, we're doing uh, two beers at the same time for the first. As we're doing a gold so we're, beer, we're all responsible for actually remembering which ones which. Very in our. Just a just a quick one. I noticed how Sean said gold, and I wondered how how Yorkshire you say gold, 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 gold. gold. I think I'd gold. try and suppress my Yorkshireism you, you sometimes. Are, you have that gold. Gold is more a Sheffieldy way. Barnsley is gold. 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 We are. W- so you're. I say gold, but I think I'm the least Yorkshire sounding one on the panel. Ah, I thought it was James. You see me? That I honestly did. Although, I, I didn't realise how much of an accent I had until I started yeah, listening started to myself listening. talking. I think James is more a, a Berkshire type of guy. Um, Berkshire. Perhaps Buckinghamshire. Buckinghamshire. Where the bloody hell's Buckinghamshire? Have you had that one? Which um, one have you had, Sean? No. Uh, I've had the uh, Chantry. Uh, now I'm pouring See, I'm, the well I'm, there. Um, I, I started off working in radio at that, at that time where... You, you were sort of like encouraged to try and take the edge off your accent a bit. Now it doesn't happen. Now you sort of um, it, Laura, it's all right to to kind of have a, a weird accent. Is there something wrong with your water, Laura? Hmm? Is there something wrong with your water? <laughs> What's happened? It looks like there's gold flakes in my ice cubes. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's not what it is. 
It's, it's just, just the light. Because if it is, a, it, yeah. it'll be the I thought you were going to say it looks like there's a goldfish in my water. Right, what are we going with first then? What are we going with Chantry first. I'm going Chantry, C to W. I'm keeping them left and right, so I remember. Chantry, by the way, really interesting case because you're right in terms of the fact that obviously the Rotherham base. Um, you don't see very many of their beers in Sheffield. No, you don't. No. They don't really cross no. the border very much. The only no. So they did, I think we've talked about this before, they did do, for a year, they did the official beers at Hillsborough during yeah. Wednesday games, but that didn't last very long, obviously, Corbridge do they? Um, and beyond that, I don't... The only other place I see them is Weatherspoons. They do Weatherspoons. I think they do, I think it might be the Stout, but I know Benjamin Huntsman has their kind of house... Yeah. House beer is called something like Benjamin Stout or whatever, but I, I've historically seen a lot of their beers in, in Weatherspoons, um, but I don't really go there very often, but I have done. That's, well, if I've drunk yeah, I would been if, there. I mean, they, they um, visit and deliver to Sheffield regularly. They will be available across Sheffield, not necessarily perhaps in Def Cat and Kelmile and Tavern and Rutland. They'll be, they'll be in pubs that are perhaps uh, more traditional in, in customer base. I'm really enjoying that. Just... It's got a nice, got a nice bite to it. That it lingers a little bit on the aftertaste. I quite, that's what I think I like about it. I like that kind of long. So I, I'm going to ask Sean, what make? What's the difference between a pale and a gold? Not a brewer. I, I think we should ask a brewer. I think. I thought it might just be a branding thing. I didn't think. Is there a difference or what? I think um, golden ales tend to have a bit more malt character behind them. Yeah. Um, I don't think a there's a more. huge difference, but yeah, generally a little bit sweeter. I always get a honey sort of feel yeah. off the golden ale. Yeah, a little bit more malt. Than I could Whereas I, I think a pale ale, you'd probably expect a bit more of a Hoppiness. hop character yeah. in there. I think golden yeah. ale's a bit more about the malt. Yeah, so almost on the way towards then meaning to a bitter. So it's yeah. that bridging point so is it, between a pale and a bitter. So is gold ales being left to the traditionals then, or is any modern brewers doing a golden ale? Yeah, generally, yeah. They ca- occasionally, um, some brewers are doing golden ale, strong golden ales, are particularly popular in Belgium. Okay, so yeah, occasionally, yeah, yeah. brewers will sort of uh, just give a nod to that. So, Corrupted Brew Company is the, uh, the um, all that Glemmers beer. That was a, a Belgian golden ale, but very strong as compared to these two, of course. These are actually, they, they are quite a bit different. Yeah, I've not had the other one yeah, yet. they are different. They, um, so, the Chantry one is much, much smoother. Yeah. Um, the, and I forget what they're called, the uh, Welbeck. Welbeck Abbey. Welbeck Abbey, yeah. Uh, is a lot sharper, um, so there's a definite difference in style between the. I think the Henrietta, the Welbeck Abbey one's a bit more, a bit sweeter as well. It's a popular beer, Henrietta. Yeah. Something that the brew Claire's brewed at Welbeck for quite some years. Their brewery is mm-hmm. um, set on the Welbeck estate. Absolutely beautiful area where it is. Uh, if you ever get a chance to visit, they've got the Artisan School of Foods nearby and some other food producers yeah. beautiful area and if you remember our Christmas edition when we had Hannah from the Send on she cut a, cut a teeth there I think yeah. She, uh, yeah yeah Hannah worked there uh, for some time and still collaborates as well with Welbeck uh, occasionally as well so it's, well, a, it's yeah. a bit of a brewery for the like, for the, the female brewer yes. kind of uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they they're both very clean, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They are, but I, I think the Chantry one is just so much softer. I've, I prefer the Chantry one quite yeah. significantly better. I don't think any of them are bad, but I think if I were to have another one, like I'm really enjoying that Chantry one, actually. Um, I think I'd, I'd get... Um, it's really crisp. Bo- ...bored of the Henrietta first. Yeah. Yeah. I could drink both on a nice warm afternoon, probably. And They're both the pleasant. Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It just feels a little bit more nice rounded, style. the chantry, a little bit more complete. Yeah, yeah I think um, you're right, you're right there. Yeah. softness and that... Um, <laughs> It just feels like all the flavours fit together. So that's, uh, I'm Yorkshire as well on this one, so that's three Yorkshire's, yeah. Laura. Yeah, I'm going to go for the Chantry yeah. as well. But it is close, I do uh, I do like the Definitely. Welbeck as well. To be honest, we've not travelled too far out of Yorkshire to get to Welbeck, have we? Have yeah, well, we? Like, like, uh, <laughs> like proper Yorkshire women and men, we should be very patronising and say that Nottinghamshire's had a good effort there, haven't they? <laughs> They've had a good effort, yeah. but uh, By the way, I it's mean, not Yorkshire. It's 
closer to us than it is to like bloody Leeds or something. <laughs> I was say you've got, it is. You had the option, Sean, of anywhere in the world, uh, and you went with is it is it Newark? Just yeah, across workshop, 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 yeah. This was Adam. Adam came in the shop earlier, and uh, it was Adam that uh, thought golden ales would work well today, and so uh, Emrietta is probably the most popular golden ale we have in the shop. Uh, Yorkshire Farmer from Bradfield actually does well, um, so it, it was easy just to nip over the border into uh, to Nottinghamshire. It's well, it's well worth a trip up there though, just for like I said, the estate's really nice, and there's lots of other yeah. stuff going on. You've got plenty of food, and I've sort of only been up. Stuff once to the Welbeck Estate yeah night. We yeah it did we uh, we drove over and we'd given a lift to Jules from yeah. Hop Hideout and Doreen who now works for Cloudwater yep, but at the time was at five points and uh, she's from Florida uh, so we drove through and it, it was January I think and it snowed mm. really heavily and it was the first time Doreen had seen snow Wow, that's <laughs> and we were in the uh, you know in this absolutely we didn't we, know we if we were, were going to be able to leave it felt like we were yeah. trapped didn't it yeah but yeah. it was a really lovely night and just uh, quite a magical place mm. covered in the shout snow shout out to Kumar miss yeah, you. Miss, yeah I don't know what's happened with that but yeah, yeah we miss we, we miss Kumar Carkley um yeah, so, so we've got one, full, one nil. full house for Yorkshire on beer number one. Um, well done, Chantry. While we finish off these beers, let's chat about Camomile Tavern, which for me, for many years, was the pub. It was quite easy to miss out when you're doing like yeah. Camomile Roots because it was the one that had just kind of sunk a little bit behind the times and was a bit, mm, a bit average in, in a lot of When, when was this? Ways. When was this? Um, Approximately what year was this? I, well, I would say... Have a good go on, uh, right, last couple of years. From, what year are we in now? Come 2019. On. So anything from probably... Probably... Uh, probably going for, for like a period of a year, like 2017, 2018, when right. I first started kind of like All hanging right. around Callum Island quite a bit. Uh, it just felt like it was just lagging behind a little. Do you know? Do you know the the reason I've I, I'm I'm with you? I kind of tend to miss it out, and it's it's mainly because it's very good at ticking. It's got maybe I don't know ten cask beers, possibly twelve, and it tries to have one good beer of each style. And for somebody who like me who quite likes one style or maybe two styles, so you're, take, you're taking a gamble on them having one beer in your style, which is quite good and like we've talked in a half point about how many awards it's won it's, it's the only place to have a double win twice for the national camera pub of it, the it, year it was, yeah. it was UK's national camera pub of the year in 2008 and 2009 yeah and has won Yorkshire pub of the year on countless occasions and obviously Sheffield pub of the year on even mm. more occasions so a bit of a legendary so would, you, would you not agree that it just it felt like it lost its way a little bit um, I think it probably stayed the same, but people moved and, on and, every, and everything else moved um, on. started to move on. So I don't think it at, at any point went backwards. I just think it probably no, yeah, stayed yeah, the just, same. Just I think that's fair. And, so. and, and that, that's what I mean by the fact it became a pub that it was easy to miss out. It had a safer clientele in terms of um, lots of four percent stouts and four percent bitters and four percent pales, yeah. and so they were less likely. Despite the fact they used to order brew by numbers in and things and bits and pieces. Yeah, they used to let one keg yeah, there, but, but, but has now changed. I won't say dramatically, but has certainly changed for the good. Well, that's since Louise and Josh. Yeah, brings us to about a year ago when um, Louise and Josh, uh, who a, a lot of you will know from uh, Blue Bee, um, who we had on probably about a year ago actually Possibly, now, isn't yeah. it? It's quite a while ago. It was definitely so. um, shorts and t-shirt weather, so I think it was last summer at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would have been last summer. I remember it being really, really warm when I uh, went there. Um, and now this place so they've had uh, more keg lines installed uh, it just feels like the stuff on the bar is that bit more exciting but there's still the traditional stuff there I just feel like it's it's kind of catering now for that sort of mixed market that, that you inevitably get if you're if you're going for a drink around Callum Island you're going to have that mixture of people that want the craftier stuff but also uh, want the traditional stuff so yeah uh, and it's ticking both boxes now yeah I mean we came in today and um, they've just this week installed some new um, crafty 
keg lines. So now they, I think they have maybe four. So on that keg line was uh, track, kernel, for example. I can't remember the other ones, but actually still drawn to the cask beer, whereas they've got North Brew, Sputnik on. They've got uh, Northern Monk, um, Don't Mess With Yorkshire, which is a good one. And they've even got a Wonder Beyond beer on cask. And... Anti 6.8% IPA from Torside. Oh, yeah, there was a Torside, obviously. Got, got me, <laughs> got your Torside in. Um, yeah, which was next to the Sputnik uh, thing. I did, I did see it. But yeah, that bit, I, I mean, didn't I, see the Wonder Beyond beer, actually. It was right on the far end. It was oh. the far left hand side, yeah. I don't know what it was, but just as an example of somewhere where I was saying I'd come in here and thinking there was breweries I'd never even heard of, but in that trad way. Yeah. And Josh has probably turned it around a bit, maybe kind of catering for a more modern drinker. It's an incredibly popular pub. I mean, we, we obviously talk to a lot of sort of tourists, beer tourists in the shop in, in, the, in the city centre. And, and Kellam Island Tavern is often requested and talked about by those people. Yeah. This, this, this has often been the pub that's drawn them to Sheffield. Oh, really? And then, and then the others, this and Fat Cat particularly and then others benefit from the fact that those people are here so it's very famous I think perhaps even more appreciated this might be a silly thing to say but almost more appreciated outside of Sheffield because of its national awards Mm, than it sometimes is within Sheffield possibly possibly so but I do feel like for everything that I said before it's now like firmly back on the route yeah absolutely it's it's worth because the the fact that for a while felt a little bit like it was sort of on its own in this little bit now and everything had moved a little bit elsewhere and you got kind of church and everything out that that way towards Shalesmore and then you got the uh, with the crow opening so you got that Shaky. little route kind yeah. of around oh, around there um, so it's it's great that um, yeah it's it's made such a strong comeback yeah um, and yeah just I think a really it's a brilliant pub, pub to, to look at from the outside it stands alone and there's got a lot of space around it well on one side, side. it literally does stand yeah, alone doesn't yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, it's really distinctive uh, from the outside. I like it as a welcoming pub from the outside. I think, uh, well, I don't know if anybody's seen the film Batteries Not Included. It's a film, it's a film about uh, everything developing around this like, old kind of one house or one uh, mm. hotel or something. But um, if you think about how Keller Miles developing, yeah, 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 and yeah. literally attached to, to the other side yeah. of this pub is now like a, a big flats and stuff. Yeah. And it seems like it's starting to yeah, look yeah, out yeah. of place almost. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was in this old industrial there are car thing. packs around the pub that will perhaps become buildings. And it's like shortly. we will not move. And yeah, it'll yeah. be, it'll be uh, one little building in amongst lots of modern, uh, modern builds. Shout out to Batteries Not Included. Good film, 80s. Um, so we've had our say about uh, the Kelm Island Tavern. Let's talk to the actual experts. So... Um, Josh, what do we what what's your kind of position in relation to the pub? How do we describe you? Um, Pro- proprietor. Well, me and me and me and my um, other half, Louise, are now the um, tenants. I suppose we've got a ten-year lease on the pub from Trevor, who's run it for a long time. Who probably a lot of you know, and has done a very good job in bringing it to what it is now, and won many awards. So Trevor wanted to retire, and then we've taken on the lease. Um, Louise is the um, actual licensee. Um, I'm just general dog's body and do as I'm, well, <laughs> just, just do what needs doing. Good description, good yeah. description. Um, so we were kind of saying that th- it's, it, this is a pub that's a, it's a really interesting pub, the Calum Island Tavern, because it's won countless awards, um, and yet it sort of felt that there was a period where it just got a little bit sort of left behind as everything moved on, um, and now you guys have, have come in, and we were talking about, obviously, the uh, keg lines that you've added on, um, just tell us about, I mean, it's, it can't be far off a year now that you've been in here, so um, just kind of talk us through how you sort of see the, the changes that, that have happened here. Well, we've been in eight months, so we came in on the, I think, eight months now. Um, we came in at the very end, the last day of November last year, um, and um, obviously December was a bit of a whirlwind. We didn't quite know what we were doing. We knew it was going to be busy, it was, so it was a case of just plowing through as it as was making little changes here and there and um obviously um trevor trevor had sort of trevor had not sort of got fed up to say but it was sort of you could tell he was retiring just wanted to just calm it all down a bit and and he wasn't quite as focused on beer what he was five years ago so yeah so we've just come in and just gone kept a lot of similar beers on that he did and um it was very cask focused and we still are and, and just sort of modernising in our own little ways, changing the artwork slightly here and there. We've 
we put a new floor in the front room. We've we've had, like you say, new keg lines in, um, and trying to get the well, especially the best cask that the country has to offer, in my opinion. Obviously, there's still a lot of blue beer. We still put a well, no more than four blue beers, blue bee brewery beers on because uh, even <laughs> I can't say it. Say. No, it's not, um, <laughs> and it's that's, that's my brewery. Um, so we try and we try and stick with a few of those, and then um, whatever I like to drink really mainly, and and within a range of varying styles. So we've kept the thirteen cast lines on after the celery fit because that's what the pub's known for. But just added those extra keg lines just to give it a bit more. Of um, of what seems to be the um, what people like to drink these days. I mean, okay. and we want to we want to we do we are known as having sort of a, a sort of more traditional clientele, but I think we like to have a good mix of clientele. We don't want to yep. upset the traditional clientele, but also trying to trying to sort of just maybe maybe modernise is not the wrong is the wrong word because we don't want to modernise it, but just sort of just bring it bring it forward to how how things are going. And how a traditional a traditional pub, and keep it as a traditional pub at the same time. It does. It makes sense. though. it's kind of like a, an evolution rather than than anything else. Yeah. Um, so how how does this all sort of fit with? Uh, so the last time that that we we chatted for the podcast was uh, uh, at the brewery, um, which I'm guessing is is in itself a fairly full time job running a brewery. So how does it all fit together? Just I mean uh, that that must be you must be so bored of beer by the end of the day. Well, at the end of the day, I mean there's no such thing as the end of the day. I don't think. Um, <laughs> I I get up and well, not this week's been difficult. Um, Louise is away as um, I think. I don't know if Sean mentioned it. He said he was going to. So Louise has managed to have a week off when it's um, a lot going on. Um, so I've been here all week. I think I've been to the brewery once, which um, most days I'm at the brewery took from nine till drop the kids off at school because Louise has got two kids, so my, my stepkids. So I drop the kids off at nine and then um, at the brewery till about four. And then I come and do whatever needs doing here. I do do a lot of the cooking, pre-cooking stuff as well in the kitchen. So I don't stop, but you know. <laughs> It's all good fun. Um, I think I speak for um, a lot of people when I say to both of you, congratulations on what you've done with this this place because um, it's it's a fantastic pub. Uh, the big question is kind of what comes next then. So what what plans do you have for the for the future? Um, well, we're sort of we're just slowly improving things that don't need it. Well, needed improving eventually, and just um, things that people don't seem to know, not necessarily notice, but just a bit of a messing around with the furniture a bit and just 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 brightening it up i think at some point there may be a redecoration louise wants to change the colors i quite like the um garish yellows and terracottas i think it's it's <laughs> unusual rather than formbridge gray and blue or something similar um but we'll, we'll never know and then we're obviously trying to keep on top of the garden because trevor was well known for that so i've become a gardener i didn't never used to do any gardening but i've took that on as well and it's just as and when we've updated a bit of the furniture in the garden, and we're next going to put some more in. We're just going to so effectively just going around and stripping all the furniture out of the garden. Um, There's a lot of green as well in that yeah. garden, isn't there? Yeah, well, that's obviously all been there years. I mean, you can still see evidence of Trevor's gardening in the Rutland Arms from from when he left there 18 years ago so yeah. there's still trees that, that Trevor planted in the Rutland garden so hopefully some of the in 18 years time some of those trees will still be in our garden as well brilliant um, Josh thank you for your time uh, no thank worries. you for uh, for having us tonight yeah. um, and the, the best of luck for the future of the pub cheers right shall we move on to well, it's not beer number two, it's like style number two. So yeah, the second style of the night going IPA. Cans, so, cans of IPAs. Uh, it is a reminder, it's Yorkshire versus the world. So round one, Yorkshire won against um, Nottinghamshire. So what have, got for, well, what have we got for round two? You, you have, like you've very colour coordinated these cans. We, uh, we've I seen really the photo have. after they were. I've gone for um, pretty much the old enemy uh, here. We've got a beer from Leeds. Which, for the purposes of, of tonight, is Yorkshire. And is loved by everyone. And then we've gone for a, a beer from... It's not Lancashire, Manchester. I know technically Manchester ain't Lancashire. But towards Yorkshire folk, it is Lancashire. And you're all tarred with the same brush. What is it then? So we're, we're taking on 
Isn't it? Um, isn't is Greater Manchester a county? Yeah, sort like of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all Lancashire, Lancashire, isn't it? Yeah. It's all Lancashire. Write in if if we're wrong. It's very much not Yorkshire. But though. again, no, you can no, get to Manchester as quick as you can get. It's in the same direction as Lancashire, and it sits next door to it. So being in South Yorkshire is a bit weird, though, isn't it? Because, like I said, it's probably as close to Manchester as Leeds. Yeah, it's like forty yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's not it? same though, is it? There's hills yeah. separating yeah. us. We're, we're the hills are there for a reason. Oh, I'm not going to say, but we're pretty <laughs> much North Derbyshire, aren't we? Let's be honest. The hills separated us. The <laughs> right. uh, Yorkshire's uh, winning candidate in the IPA <laughs> round is North IPA, a collaboration that I, th- I think the second collaboration that they've done with Pariah, who are a, a cycling. Uh, clothing outfit, as I understand, hopefully in Yorkshire, um, but certainly popular amongst the cycling. Can I just uh, add that if this can camouflage can a top, I would wear it. Yeah. It's beautiful. I want to put it's that in so my nice. uh, my can label book. So I might put, yeah, shove that in my bag when we finish. Um, I'm very proud of the social media I post uh, I did for that beer uh, because I put that in a lineup with other beers, but then put an arrow pointing to it, making sure that everyone saw. Oh, despite its that, camouflage, yeah, yeah. this there, was a this was a cab. Four beers in it this, was very uh, easy to miss. <laughs> oh, the the opposition, by the way, which which we're we're, we're over overlooking deliberately, um, is from an amazing brewery, Marble Brewery, but they are from Manchester, Stroke, Lancashire, and I brought along their new low bitterness IPA. It's interesting that they call it that. Isn't it? Yeah. I think that's because Marble have a a more traditional um, outlook on life as a brewery and rather than call it New England they're well known for doing West Coast IPAs and right. traditional bitter IPAs things like Damage Plan uh, is a bit of a legendary beer um, but they've called this low bitterness so a New England softer style called Underhook so what's or Underhook I'm interested Underhook. in what the description is on uh so it doesn't really, it doesn't really kind of go into any sort of more detail. Of that. Is it six point eight percent? The pariah is six percent. I think six point five. Six bang on. Six bang on for the pariah and six point five for the marble under hook. I tell you what, just without tasting either of them, I think <laughs> well this is said. this is going to be tough. I yeah. really do think this is going to be tough. It's funny actually because people talk. I mean, on Beer O'Clock Show last week, they had to think about these can sizes and you know what the optimum can size. And if you're doing a podcast with four people, you can't Five get away with a three a three thirty, can you? No. Nah. So I mean, a, a four forty, which has gone round, it's, out, it's gone round us, it's gone round us twice now. One yeah, can, and then this um, five hundred mil marble one. I've still got half a can in here. So yeah, so. It's, all, it's got its place. Isn't it? A three thirty. So everyone should become podcasters. Like, there. <laughs> two is too many, but one's not enough. You get a bit of wastage. Uh, so I'm going to go the other way around this time. I'm going to start with the marble. Okay. Which is I'll just your lead. purely from a, a, a kind of a colour point of view, from aesthetics point of view. So the marble is much clearer. Um, the north's got a bit of haze going on. Not overly so. It's a very sort of straw kind of colour. Only one winner. I'm not liking the smell on. There's something I don't like in the in the aroma on the marble. Yeah, right. It's kind of it's not cheesy, but it's kind of got um, a bit like. Um, it's, it's such an awful word, cheesy, isn't it? Yeah, cheesy is not a bad yeah. way of describing it. it. Doesn't taste like that. Though. I've always found Adnams. I think it might be their yeast or something that has a. No, it tastes a lot nicer. Has like, no, a, like, cheesy, like a cheesy not kind not of element to it. No, it doesn't taste like it smells. It's, I still think it's. I feel like the low bitterness has made it a little bit out of balance. It's a bit sticky sweet. So, um, Sean's already proclaimed there's only one winner and he's, he's already tried both. Um, I've had both of these beers before tonight as well, actually. So, do you made your mind up before this? Tasting. No, of course not. I'm that a sounds a little bit like um, I'm holding my match microphone fixing. in the right way now. You are match fixing, Almost. Sean. I've found out that it's better in my left hand than my right hand. It's because it's yeah. My right hand, I'm more expression. Uh, is all about expression. My left hand just. You have been better in the last 15 there. minutes. Thank you. I would say you have been better than um, James has actually in the last yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, I swam get a telling off a few moments. Because I keep talking to Sean, and therefore <laughs> I turn towards him to talk to him, and that means that I. Uh, I go a little bit, uh, a little bit rogue. Has anybody tried the so north which, yet? Which, if you've already made your mind up, which, which I, 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 
wanted to reinforce my ideas tonight. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm still going for the North, the Yorkshire beer. See, that's not massively bitter, though, either. It's, no. it's quite clean. No, no, no. Considering now, it's not massively hazy. It's kind of that in between. This is really hard. I think the the marble one, I don't know if it's psychological because of the fact that it refers to the no bitterness, does seem really sweet. It seems bitterer to me than the other <laughs> one, weirdly. I think neither of them are what I would call a, what I would be looking for from an IPA. No. I don't think either of them are uh, top-notch. I think the North's got a bit more of a growl to it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Just feels a little bit... Hmm. Punchier. A little bit more complex. Is, it, yeah. is, is the North kind of like a, just a slight step up from a brute, you know, where you've kind of really got nothing, but that's like, it's kind of just drifting back on that side of the fence yeah, a bit, into a normal... Yeah, a bit of dryness, do you think? Um, I, I, quite, I think I could drink that... For its strength, I could drink quite a bit of that, I think. Because it's not very... It's not cloying. It's not massively overly fussy. It's quite, it, feels, it tastes quite clean, weirdly. Yeah, the, the north. Mm, I don't I know if it's do to do with the other north. I, prefer, I actually I prefer, prefer the tour side. Can I vote Derbyshire for this one? <laughs> 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 I'm so predictable. <laughs> what, what is it, the tour side, just out of interest? It's well, a 6.8% West Coast IPA. Is it? All right. So I it's, can't, it's, it's on style raw, with these other two. Then. Raw power, I think. Something like that. Raw something... I, I my beer a month was a west a west coast um, tour side a, f- a few months ago. Um, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but I, they did a really good version of it. I think that was the top bit of radio. That weren't it? I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I can remember when it was. It I was might oh, I might hold my microphone wrong, but I I don't come out with rubbish like that. No. <laughs> it's took him it's took him thirty five minutes to start with the um, the banter. My favourite beer were uh, the West Coast side from a few months back. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that later. So I thought well, we should I also mention that, that. Um, I think when we originally started planning this episode, it was around the fact that it's International IPA Day, like what tomorrow I, or the I, day after or something. I thought we were agreeing on small beers to begin with. If you remember, no, is that, yeah, an but that's, is that that's another one? That's next month when we're oh, at a micro it? brewery. Okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't save any small beers, so that's okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't want them to be past their best. can't get the stuff these days. I didn't want them to be past their best. It's falling apart. So, yeah, so uh, I think I think a year ago we were, I'm pretty certain we were at the Greystones because it was just ahead of Peak Ender and it was also International IPA Day. And so we, I think we saw that it was International IPA Day coming up, and it was also Yorkshire Day, so we ended up doing this sort of mix of the two. Yeah, I think like the beer kind of days, there's getting a few too many, and they're all getting a bit blurred into well, like, like a just British IPA Day today or whatever. But yeah, it's it's nice that people are supporting it, and kind of it is a good thing to kind of introduce people to new beer and stuff. So um, you know, we're not going to sniff it, are we? Because it means an extra day we can go and have a few beers, but. Um, yeah, I think final. My final thoughts on this beer is after going back to the marble, definitely the north. Yes, I agree. It's better. Four votes for north. Four Yorkshire. votes for Yorkshire. Yorkshire. I've not. I've not <coughs> cast my vote yet. That's uh, what I, it was a question rather than an assumption. But um, it's. I actually don't mind the marble. I think it's all right. Uh, it, it's just not. When you're going for that kind of style of beer, it needs to have a bit more to it, and it's. It's not Yorkshire, is it? It's just a bit. It's it's a little bit on the watery side. It's just a little bit. It's a bit so what? So yeah, it's it's without a doubt it is the north. Good stuff. Is that eight votes to nil so far? Well, yeah, two I mean, nil. No up. one would have seen this coming. Where Yorkshire eight, is <laughs> eight votes winning to nil. Yorkshire winning eight note. Yeah. Maybe or we should have got note. someone that was impartial to pick the beers. I I am honestly impartial. Um, with your 72 whippets <laughs> um, so to finish with we've gone uh, for dark beers so and dark to end. so we're going with um, one from Scarborough Ooh, from North okay. Riding Brewery just to add a nice memory from our, our trip a couple of months ago that we uh, we loved over there but I've given I've given this one a, a tough opposition 
Uh, so we've got North Riding, Hazelnut Porter. What's that? 4.3, Adam, that one? 4.3%. 4.5%. And it's up against my favourite cask stout under 5%. And it's Wild Beer's Millionaire. It's a pretty precise character. I I think it's it's very difficult to get a stout (laughs) under 5% to have the right pleasing mouthfeel and 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 something distinct about it but uh, I last had this on cask in the beer engine in Sheffield a millionaire of course is a salted caramel uh, chocolate milk stout uh, from Wild 4.7% I think I've got the can in my hand but I can't I can't even yeah I think uh, it's about 4.7 bang on yeah and so I think it's a, a brilliant stout on cask Impressive from from bottle, um, not added that much in can. So we've got a 330 mil can of Wild Millionaire versus North Riding Brewery from Scarborough near Scarborough. Their Hazelnut Porter. John's pleased to be. I'm going to Scarborough this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we were there at the weekend again, and uh, we're now swapping over. And Adams, Adams going across. Where did you say you were staying in a youth hostel? Yeah, youth hostel, yeah. Which is where? Where is that? Scarborough. It's um, it's just, it's like the other side of like, it's, I suppose it's north. Isn't is it, it north of Scarborough? North of north of the um, Sea, sea Life, Life Centre. Centre. Yeah, it's nice up there. So yep. the, the the Cleveland way heads out that way up to Saltburn on that coast. Really lovely. My dad is in Saltburn at is the it? minute. He is. A little holiday, or is yeah. he working? Or, yeah. yeah, a little holiday. Got a lovely little traditional pier at Saltburn, aren't they? Really pretty. We were nearly going to stay in a place called Boggle Hole. Boggle Hole, yeah, yeah. Famous place <laughs> up that coast. <laughs> Which is like, is there any worse name place than that? And there's, I think literally the only place in Boggle Hole is the... Um, is the um, youth hostel place? It's, it's You've right got Shire Horse Centre, right on the Shire Horse Centre, up where you're staying. That might be nice with your yeah. daughter as well. Yeah. And further th- north, then you've got Robin Hood's Bay yeah. and, and Whitby, yeah. of course. So hopefully, I can maybe drag them in the North Riding tap for a yeah, yeah, for one. Get yourself in. Hopefully, it rains and we can stay all, all day and then. <laughs> this is going to be really fascinating. So we've got a hazelnut porter against a salted caramel yeah, and chocolate sort of milk stout. Complicated. So they've on definitely got they've both got both. quite individual yeah. characters. I'm going, to, I'm going to go a good sniff first. That the hazelnut, hazelnut porter is so inviting. Oh, it smells amazing. Yeah, the wild beer smells a bit. It's a bit nothing. I've always found that I think the keg, and I've not had a can of it. Um, it just doesn't quite give that aroma that like, yeah, the cask. I think it needs to be on cask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I can't well. smell the can, but it, I can. I feel like I can smell the can. You know, <laughs> right. if, it, you, if you, it's, it's quite neutral and quite clinical, maybe. Like, yeah. Like a, I smell the milk, if anything, in that. Mm. I am going to go for the. Um, which one are we going first? Then we go. I'm. I'm, I'm going to go wild beer first. All right, so wild beer. I've tried both already. Sean's that friend that when you order a drink at the bar, by the time you've actually given everyone their drinks and paid for it, he's already finished his. See, that yeah. feels more muted than I remember. It doesn't feel quite as sickle sweet. The, the wild, yeah, I think it's a beer that I really absolutely adored when it first came out and then really went off it. I don't think it changed. I think my taste changed a bit. Um I think it was a really interesting. I've always been really interesting thing. Wild beer, like, um, kind of one of the first ones that really started playing around with odd, kind of distinct ingredients, but quite, you know, like very bold kind of thing, like you know, yeah. salt and, yeah. and like some of the ones that have kind of bisque, the bisque ones like of the sea and stuff. Uh, I think on cask that's amazing. In bottle, it's conditioned. Yeah, and is not far off. That feels a little bit more astringent and drier and lacks condition yeah. from mm. the can, I think. I like the Millionaire more than yeah. I thought I would, actually. And mm. it's, I think it's really silky. Mm. Um, I think, because I haven't actually... I used to drink a lot from Wild Beer and I've not had as much recently. Mm. Um, the, the last couple of bottles I've had of Ninkasi that's now available in Waitrose, Waitrose. I've... 
I used to love Ninkasi and the last couple of bottles I've had just really haven't done it for me. Yeah. Um, it seems a little bit toned down perhaps. Mm. Um, but I think the Millionaire's delicious. I, I think it yeah. is better on cast though, I do agree. Yeah. But so, yeah, it's kind of weird because I think I'm coming from a point where I was still thought I was in that not really enjoying it phase because I think it was too sickly and sweet. But that feels turned down. So I think I'm preferring it since the last time I had it. But it doesn't feel like what it was or what it should be. It's interesting smelling both of those beers. I would have given the hazelnut uh, port a 10 out of 10. It smells smells brilliant. And I would have given the Wild Millionaire maybe 1 out of 10. But I'm probably going to pick Wild Millionaire just... Do you know my favourite, but give me I, give me a moment. I just have to slap myself. And well, remember where I'm I, from. I kind of agree with that. Though. Mm. I think the the hazelnut porter, the smell Actually, yeah. is amazing. Does, does it promise too much? Just doesn't quite live up to it. Doesn't yeah. taste like it smells. You're expecting a more rounded, creamy. Yeah, and it feels more. I don't know. Um, Drier and one-dimensional, yeah. I yeah. think it smells more hazelnut and tastes more porter. Yeah. It's really classically t- yeah. tasting, I think, in terms of a porter. I think it's really, really good, actually. Mm. Um, it's got a really nice sort of dry little bit of backbone and a nice roasty character to it, but it not very much. Yeah, I think I would be looking for a little bit more nuttiness and a bit yeah. more creaminess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if I didn't, yeah. if I couldn't smell anything, I would never think that had anything to do with hazelnut. So like, it doesn't give a hazelnut taste to me at all. Um, it's quite interesting with that that it's got so it's got two different types of sugar in it, which are listed on the ingredients. So you've got uh, demerara sugar and uh, mus- muscovado sugar which are both I think brown dark yeah, brown yeah, kind of brown sugars, um, yeah. sugars. Um, so whether or not they particularly aid the smell but maybe don't have much influence on the taste I'm not sure Stuart's going to be fuming with where's the hazelnut coming from uh, it's um, natural flavourings but that, so this is fascinating because the so the salted caramel um, what, salted caramel chocolate milk stout has no ingredients in it that would get even close to that. So that's purely the the malt. So we've got water, barley malt, wheat, oats, lactose, and that's it in the millionaire. So it could be the lactose that's just perhaps winning that for me. Stuart doesn't use any lactose in, in his beers. He wants mm. them to be um, vegan friendly. And I think it perhaps would, would just be luscious with a little bit of lactose in the So here's, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but an interesting thing here that normally... Um, Sean's changed hands again. His technique's gone down, All right. down the pan. Um, so normally with a stout or a porter... It, it will it will live a long time and you can leave it for a couple of years and it will be great. Uh, that north one, the best before date on it is December this year. Yeah, they are designed because they've got ago. natural flavourings in there. They're they're at their their best. A little bit like Omnipolo, their, their stouts aren't particularly made for for aging, right. and so the flavourings in there uh, can die off over time. This is really hard, isn't it? If, if, if this was a smell test, there's a, an absolute clear winner. So I, I'll go first, if you like, because I've got the most to lose here. Um, so I know Stuart well, and um, love his pub, love his wife. Oh, cheeky. And, and uh, love his beers, but I am just going to go with a Millionaire from Wild. Um I've also remembered where I had it. I had it at Beer Engine on cast, but I also had it across at the Smithfield Tavern in Manchester uh, just over a year ago, and and, re- and remember that being again absolutely sumptuous. So my memories are influencing me slightly, but I still just prefer that one of the two tonight, even though that's the best smelling beer of uh, the month so far. <laughs> the the other best month. smelling beer of the month award goes to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, right, we should start doing that. I think that's I kind of I'm going to mirror that. He smells amazing. But actually, the wild beer tastes better. Mm. Uh, do you know what? The more that we drink, the both of them, uh, I'm starting to really appreciate the North Riding more. So I'm going to vote North Riding. The more I've drunk it, I've actually the taste starts to come through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I can understand the the sugar in it's really bringing out the flavour in it. 
um, the um, the millionaire's all right, but it's just it's started to get just a little bit dull in my mouth. So I'm I'm going North Riding. I'm also going to pick the North Riding. Um, oh, I'm glad not lost anywhere. And it felt terrible when I'm picking it because I think. As a dark beer, it is a better dark beer. I really like the Millionaire. I just think, as I think the same, like when I first drank it, I was like, oh, that's delicious and silky and velvety and tasty. And I think the more I've drank of it, it's got a little bit thinner. Um, and you kind of get accustomed to it quite quickly, whereas I think the North Riding improves the more you drink of it. Maybe that's why you voted that way, Sean, because you had such a pitiful amount of both beers. Uh, possibly <laughs> that so. Could be, that yeah. could be an issue. It, 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 an it issue. would be. Uh, again, I, I like. Uh, I'd like to try both on on, ca- on cask. Uh, we've just had our first ever uh, uh, mid podcast break. It's not the first time ever. A toilet visit, is it not? No. And, and I did kick the glass over way on his way yeah. back. Yeah. Paul and his. Yeah. So we've what you've missed, Adam, is that we've we've got a stalemate situation for the oh. beer, where it's too old. So too old. Got a, well, we st- well, York still wins because we've got first two beers in anyway. York so wins by two point five to ten point two. Five. Out of the twelve votes tonight, Yorkshire has won ten two. Nottingham Maybe, zero, ooh. Lancashire zero, Somerset Maybe, do we, do we, two. Do, do we then go? Oh, sorry, to right. no one in Somerset. Does, does it go? To, does it now oh, go Dave to Aroma? Does. does Aroma become? All right, yeah. Well, are we, are we trying to... Uh, not trying no, to engineer we, it, no, but no. it was a very well, big positive on that beer. Which no one I don't think we need a winner on that last two. I'm happy for a draw on the last two, knowing that Yorkshire's won 10-2 to overall yeah. tonight. Does that seem yeah. okay? I think yeah, that's fair. fair. Yeah, I think that's yeah. totally fair, yeah. Somerset are potentially going to win the county championship at cricket Let's this talk year. talk about cricket again. He keeps Even though in. Yorkshire hammered him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Sean, like he's he trying to start a cricket cricket the, podcast. The unpronounceable yeah. from Steel City is... Uh, is from Somerset and a Somerset fan I'm sure he doesn't listen to this but if he does we should have a, a swear word or something for him shouldn't we really we're going to get him on one day I keep yeah, yeah, he wants to beat yeah you can bollocks Dave right great um, so Yorkshire wins however we've still got to do our individual favourite beers of the night um, which um um, this I forgot about that. It's actually quite difficult, this. So I'm, I'm going to start, and what am I going to go with? I'm going to go with... I'm probably going to go with the North, because it's just more my sort of style of beer. Although, I mean, I know it, it didn't actually win, but the more I drink the um, Hazelnut Porter, the more I'm really, really enjoying it. So that's a very close second, but I'm going to go with the North. I'm going to go uh, for the Chantry Golden Ale, which from the bottle I thought I wasn't going to be blown away by, but I just thought it did exactly what it was supposed to do and was tasty and I would happily drink more of it. Exactly the same. It's the beer that stood out to me for what it is and for, and it's the one beer that surprised me where I think everyone else either gave me what I expected or disappointed me and I think Chantry was the one that I was like, yeah, I remember really, really enjoying Chantry beers and because we don't see them that much, I don't drink any in bottle at all, I don't think. Chantry definitely my beer of the night for me. So two votes for Chantry, yeah. one for North. So unless North, Sean's already picked a North beer as his beer of the month, so we know he's a fan. North are potentially which the way best beer in the beer, UK at the moment. Which way is he going to go? North Riding Brewery, one of my favourite breweries of all time. Uh, Millionaire is one of my favourite ever cask stouts under five percent. Just to <laughs> narrow that down. Uh, but, but reasonably clear winner uh, tonight for me was uh, the Chantry uh, Golden Ale. Yeah, so that's 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 three votes. That. There you go. Yeah. 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 Older thunk it. The minute you said what's your beer like, tonight, I thought what, I thought of that instantly. And that's interesting. Would we before we recorded this? Would we expected of the three styles, golden IPA, dark? Would we expect the golden one no. of the golden ones no, to win? Not at all. I wouldn't have thought so. It's a bit. It's a slightly sort of 
I'm not going to say it's a forgotten style because it's still very popular, but it's it's not. It's it not, delivered it's not a Sherby style, Laura, is it? Laura yeah. said that. It delivered, didn't it? Bang to style. That's it, yeah. Bang to style. If you're gonna if you're gonna give if you're gonna give your beer a name or a, a um, you know some kind of style, then you know. It's a bit left in the bottle now. Can actually, we just encourage so. them to work on the branding a little well, bit? I'm worried that that I'm, I don't. It feels like that's not what that's not what I know about their branding. So I don't know whether. See, that looks a little bit like it's supposed to be some sort of Mexican link, but there's nothing related to Mexican about that beer at all. Do you think that's a sombrero? It does look a little bit sombrero. I mean, yeah. it's an Aztec. And even even their logo looks a little bit like it should be a, could be a sombrero. The, I, I'm um, guessing that's the, the old Saints shirt yeah. or something. Um, but so yeah, the winning, whole thing it could be Sombrero or it could be uh, Empire State, not not Empire State Building, um, New York holding the torch. What's she called? Statue Liberty. of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. That's the one. Could be a little bit Statue of Liberty. What are you looking at? I'm not sure. What is looking at? Like, little like <laughs> zigzag. Too much of that is and look Porter. I'm having a little taste. That, that'll be tasty uh, even this better just now. Just warmed up a little bit, maybe, to cask temperatures. Just to make sure that. No, it's good. It's good. It's still good. Still good. So we. Um, that is the the winner. But we're all agreed. They need to work a little bit on the branding. Make it a little bit, a little bit better. And um, that's going to pretty much wrap us up. Yeah, so yeah. next month we're going small. We're going very small, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna be in a micro pub. Um, Sean's been stockpiling small beers, evidently not. not. Did it did it for a few weeks? Forgot about it. No, I I, uh, I just didn't want to wait two months with beers. I think that our podcast should be very time relevant. There will yeah. be smalls along in due course, and I will nab them again. For our what, are we setting a percentage limit on this as to what's described? Do, do, are we I, announcing I think, where we're going? I, I don't. I don't know where we're going. So we're going. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to. So we're going to the Itchy Pig, right? Uh, which is so we've done micro pub before in terms of the fact that we've done bar stewards, but yeah, it's always been close. This is first open. Yeah, this is first open. Uh, micro pub right yeah and I've never been there I don't even know where it is the itchy pig's birthday yesterday so when this is released it will be two days ago they were three so happy birthday itchy pig happy birthday crooks is it crooks it is yeah what Broomhill 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 yeah it's on the quite close to the crossroads isn't it yeah Broom, yeah Glossop Road up from, oh, from Alumshire Hospital at York yep crossroad oh, right. from back at York right yeah there you go just uh, that was just to, to save the day that was proper York is it near York <laughs> <laughs> I Capit- lost a whip Cap- it there once in York. 1984 Capital Yorkshire <laughs> let me tell thee um, right Brill so yeah so we're going we're going small pub small beers that's the, yeah. that's the connection good. For, for next month um, that's going to pretty much wrap us up then for um, for the August edition of the Sheffield enjoy Podcast. Yorkshire Day everybody yeah happy uh, Yorkshire Day yeah. yeah a miraculous day for everyone let us know what your favourite Yorkshire beer is I will spend the day wearing my flat cap just um, on a purely personal note so Yorkshire Day will be my the first day of my life since the age of 18 where I've been unemployed so I'll spend Yorkshire Day as my first unemployed day I will wear um, is that I'm li- going li- to wear a vest <laughs> and a pair of shorts and my uh, flat cap in, and just sit in your pants and, and tell yeah. her, watching yeah, uh, Jamie sit in the back garden drinking beer fancy no pigeons. you need That's to be stood outside your local at 5 to 11 with your arms folded <laughs> waiting for bloody landlord to get bitter. downstairs and get it opened up there you go he's right. from Berkshire <laughs> <laughs> brilliant so a victory for Yorkshire on Yorkshire Day we're happy with that and uh, yeah we will see you um, next month 